Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace show, where we're creating a conversation for what God's doing through Christians in the marketplace. I'm Sean Bowles, and my co-host is Bob Hassan. We interview everyday influencers, business leaders, and entrepreneurs from all areas of industry, exposing you to powerful stories of what God's doing through people just like you. We're also sharing our thoughts about what God's doing in finance, business, entertainment, and politics. Come join the conversation now. Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace. I'm Bob Hassan with my co-host and friend, Sean Bowles. Sean, who do we have on today? We have one of your and Lauren's friends on, Jeanette Bradley. And Jeanette is running a preschool right now. And it's an award-winning preschool. It's an award-winning curriculum. A book she wrote called The 12 Days of Preschool, which has become a song and a music video as well. And it's everywhere. It's won seven Telly Awards in 2022. And her other awards include Reader's Favorite, Five Stars, Mom's Choice Award, Creative Child <laughs> Magazine's Book of the Year. I'm, she's a Spanish version of the book as well, but she has her doctorate of divinity and, and she has been going after preschool because her son uh, needed a preschool. And instead of putting him in one, she didn't know she created one for him as a business owner. She thought I'm going to do this. And that was 20 plus years ago. And now she runs an incredibly successful preschool teaching kids their God given identity right in San Diego. It's going to be amazing. Jeanette is is going to be so motivational. So up next, we have Jeanette Bradley. Everything we're doing with our podcast is made possible by our incredible partners and financial contributors to our ministry. They are helping us to bring the equipment to upgrade everything we're doing to have the time and space to do this. It's a free offering we give to you. Maybe you're listening in your shower. Maybe you're listening in your car, your workout. Well, I want to continue to do this. I'm going to continue to have these incredible guests tell their prophetic process of how God's spoken to them so you can get a vision of how God speaks to you and also so that other people all around the world can have this resource at their fingertips from their smart device, their computer, their YouTube, whatever they have, that they will have this this incredible resource. So go on the partnership journey with us. As a partner, you're going to receive an email and communication every month from us. We resource you with a partnership page that has literally dozens and dozens of messages that only of our partners have. We also have partnership contribution back to you where we actually give resources. You guys get stuff first. Usually at Christmas time, we have a new book come out. You guys get it before everybody else and you get it signed. I love our partnership program. I love being on the journey with our partners because they are some of our they're a team, they're a family. They're the ones who are contributing to make this happen. Come be a partner today. Go to bowlsministries.com under giving and membership and you will become a partner. Welcome back to the show. We are so excited to have Jeanette Bradley here. We're, I mean, I'm looking at the words behind you and I'm thinking about just who you are and how important what you do is. And I'm so excited our audience gets to hear you, but welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Well, Jeanette, we're so excited to have you. And when I when I first heard your story, I, I just knew that our listeners were going to love you. And take us all the way back. How did you how did you get started? What was the impetus for it? When my son was one and a half, my neighbor's daughter was also one and a half. And we were sitting in the cul-de-sac and her daughter knew her colors and she was counting and was learning the alphabet song. And my son wasn't because he would just come to work with me every day. And she said, Jeanette, you need to send your son to preschool. And as parents, we always want the very best for our kids. And I was just so struck at that moment. Like, what am I going to do? He was one and a half, had never been away from me at all any day in his life. And I said, well, if he needs to go to school, I'll have to build him one. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> How many moms have thought that? That's and if you're not talking about homeschool. You're talking about actually building a preschool. We built a school out of a warehouse. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I I know I always remember that mm. moment and how it felt. And so every parent that comes and tours our school, I remember that. And I remember how valuable my son was to me at that moment. And of course, still is today, but every parent feels that way. And God has blessed me with the ability to love other people's children as though they're my own. It's truly mm. a gift from God. Now, just so we can get a little bit of an idea, how old is your son now? He's going to be 28 in a month. Mm -hmm. wow. so my Did it work? Can he, can he count? And does he know his colors? <laughs> he can actually. He's getting his master's right now. So. Oh my gosh. But my so three grandchildren come to the school now. Wow. So, so talk about, you know, I mean, that's a huge step of faith to actually start a school. Like I think anybody who's been in the education space at all, just having a curriculum published is like, it feels like death as far as the process. It's not a very welcoming place to start a new school. There's a lot of competition in it. There's a lot of people who kind of, there's so many options and choices. How did you go about this? Like talk about the spiritual side of like, how did God lead you into a successful school? Again, we see the awards behind you. We know it's been successful, but it, everyone has small beginnings, everybody. So like, tell us about the beginning. It was difficult. We had to walk through getting a conditional use permit. And God always brings the right people at the right time. So I ended up meeting a city councilwoman and she walked me through the process and the application. It, it's all very tedious. It's a lot of work, but one step at a time, one prayer at a time, one day at a time. And, and God will take you to the right places and, and help you meet the right people that she literally walked me through getting the conditional use permit, held my hand the whole way. Wow. Back in, back in those days, well, how many children were you allowed to have in your daycare? And what was it like cash flow wise? And I, I can imagine the stress of a startup and then having to love and care for uh, children. Yeah. So back then, when we were first licensed, we were licensed for 44 children. We had oh a very <laughs> 44 children. And um, today we're quite a bit larger. No, tell us how many. How many is it today? Right now, we're licensed for 136. Wow. And we currently have 115. Wow. So, so uh, thinking about when you were first starting, because a lot of people who were in their careers, I mean, there's probably a lot of career moms that were dropping their kids off, not just for the educational part of the day, but even the daycare part of the day, where there sometimes it's all day, like you, you have their kids more than they do at some in some yeah. senses. So like when you say like, I learned how to love them, like they're my children. In some ways, I'm sure your employees felt like these are like our family, these are our kids. So yeah. talk about like, because it's not just entrepreneuring, you're actually taking care of family, you're like becoming part of the family mountain sphere of influence. How, what did God show you about that? He, he allows me to look at each child as though they're valuable and look them into the eyes. And they know that I see them. That's what makes all the difference. One of the parents dropped off her daughter yesterday and she told me, my daughter was up Saturday night at midnight and she was crying for you. She said, mm. I want Miss Jeanette. Wow. 
she's the only one that understands me. She knows what I'm feeling. Mm. And I was so overwhelmed. It's such a privilege to be able to speak into their lives. But I look at them. I look into their eyes. I see them. I listen to them. And then when they look into my eyes, they see the love of Jesus. Mm. And so it's the peace that they receive that they know that they're cared for. They know they're valuable. And and we were just talking about that um, with, with another child. She, somebody came in with a princess dress and I said, oh, your dress is so beautiful. And another child started crying and she said, aren't I beautiful? Oh, yeah. she said, you are beautiful inside and outside. Whether you're wearing a princess dress, whether someone else is wearing a princess dress, you will always be valuable. Do you understand me? Mm. I looked her in the eyes and she looked at me and I said, do you? Do you understand me? And she said, yes. And I said, don't ever forget that. Oh, Jeanette, that's so beautiful. Well, let's talk about all those awards behind you. Okay. Let's talk about what God, how God put this in your heart and the whole process of this. Okay. So we were, we were practicing for our uh, preschool Christmas program and the kids were singing, we wish you Merry Christmas. And for a couple of years, I had been hearing the 12 days of Christmas, but Lord's a leaping lady dancing. Yeah, not so much for preschool, Um, but I couldn't get rid of that song. And every year I try to do something different so that if it's, uh, you know, parents that are repeating, that's not the same program every year. So the kids were sitting down singing, we wish you Merry Christmas. And I started to get this download. Literally the Lord was just downloading it to me. And it, it was how to count one, two, three. And I was like, oh, what is this, Lord? <laughs> and so the first day, he gave me six days of preschool. And then the next day, when we were practicing, he gave me the other six days. And I said, wow. okay, well, this is kind of fun. So we sang it that year at the Christmas program, and the kids and the families loved it. They were very excited about it. So then the Lord said, okay, we're going to make it into a book. And I said, okay. We are going to do that. (laughs) So we, um, I joined the Kingdom Writers Association with Bray and Joe Wyckoff, and they helped me walk through the process. And then the Lord said, "Now we're going to make it into a song." And I said, "God, you are so funny because I'm for sure the least likely. I've been taking voice lessons for six years. I still can't belly breathe, and I still (laughs) so it's a joke." It's seriously a joke. I'm like, God, you're so funny because then everybody knows. Everybody that knows me knows this is from God, right? <laughs> it's like, yes. I'm going to choose the one that that really can't do it on her own. So that's me. And then he said, okay, we're going to make a music video. And I'm like, but God, I, I really don't like to be on camera. It's very uncomfortable for me. Yeah. And so I said, okay, but everything he says I say, okay. And that's really it. I just say, yes, it was scary, uncomfortable. Okay. Cause I I know your way is better and whatever you have for me, I trust you. And that's where it lies. Well, so so out of that, when you made the curriculum, you make the song, you make the video, what happened? Like how did people find it? 
Well, we are, it's, it's everywhere. So our book is on, it's on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. And I'm, I'm doing a, um, a educators conference at the Barnes and Noble at the Grove in Los Angeles in August. Oh, um, with some other best-selling authors and award-winning authors. The Lord is just doing crazy stuff with this. Our Spanish book uh, will also be released next month in July. And um, so we we ended up winning seven tally awards for our music video. Wow! And yeah, and okay, and then tell us a, for those of us for those people who don't know what tally awards are, tell us a little bit about it. Okay, so so it's it's like the um, American Music Awards or the Grammy Awards, but it's for videos. So you can watch our video. Go to JeanetteCrystalBradley.com and our website uh, has the video and the information on the book as well. Yeah. Okay. Let's go backwards a little bit because we have more time. So let's go backwards and talk about so many people are trying to make a powerful decision for their children right now. And we live in the weirdest society because there's so much agenda and indoctrination that I wouldn't want for my kids in certain schools. And it may not be a certain background or issue that someone else cared about. But uh, something that I care about. So like, I'm looking at them going, how do I find their space? Like a lot of parents, we have homeschools at 6% now in America, which I think is phenomenal and crazy at the same time. But then you felt not just to pull your son out or just put him into daycare, but to build a school. And there's other people like you. I think you're a prototype. There's probably other people out there that I have. It gives me hope that there's other people who are like, you know, laying down maybe part of their career and saying, I'm going to do something for children, which the yeah. children's space is so profound because kids make, the most powerful decisions, most of them are made in their early identity and their early childhood development. But most Christians and churches are focused on adults who are like over 50. So it's so, such a discrepancy of how we do things. But talk to the parent out there and to other people who want to start education or who want to homeschool or want to want to start write a book or, you know, they want to they want to speak to children. Like, how did you really get the courage besides just God speaking? What made it worth it? What made it worth saying, OK, God, I'll do this? Well, when you look at what you're going to do with your children and their future, then no price is too high. Yeah. So I, I didn't know what I was saying when I said, I'll just build them a school. And boy, did I learn later <laughs> <laughs> how hard it would be. It, it's, it's hard, but people do things. You know, a lot of other people have opened schools. A lot of people can do things. So why can't we, especially if we're infused by the Holy Spirit, yeah. supernatural wisdom, we, we have the upper hand, we have the advantage. If it's his will, it's his bill. He will do it. But yeah. I always pray, Lord, will you bring me the ones that you want me to have? And will you take the ones that need to leave? And so it's up to him to decide what to do with that. But I've had many parents come and they say, thank God you're here. I, I, I can't really explain it, but I'm pretty sure God brought me here. And if you're praying that prayer and someone else is praying that prayer, God's going to connect you. He, mm -hmm. he always answers your prayer. He is going to take you where you belong, where your child needs to go, because God still loves your children more than you do. Right. Yeah. And so you can do anything. You can go anywhere. He he partners with us. He he does all the heavy work. We like I just get to sit here and, and talk about all the stuff that he does, but he really did it. I just yeah. have to be bold and say yes. When you're dealing with parents who are obviously 
parents can be very passionate and sometimes emotional about their decisions and about things that are happening, things that go right, things that go wrong. Bob was on a school board for weren't you for a number of years. Yes. So you know, you know what it's like to deal with parents. And so you're dealing with not only a business ownership, not only financial issues, cash flow issues, the things that come with business, but you're dealing with some of the most emotional driven people who are soccer momming their kids at all times and have agendas. Tell us about like what that's been like for you. What, what has there been a lot of grace? Have, has that been like, what are the areas you've hit the most problems with in your, in your whole organization? Is it the parents or is it cash flow or is it, what is it? Well, half of our, half of our job is the kids and the other half is the parents. Wow. Um, but, but I feel like if you, when I go back and I remember that position when I was in the cul-de-sac having to figure mm. out what am I going to do with my son? Yeah. They're there too. And so when I come in with compassion and love and understanding and they know the kids know, they know if you love them or not, they yeah. really do. And I always work extra hard. So my kids uh, that are getting ready to go to kindergarten, they just wrote for the fourth time to 1000. They're doing wow. book reports. They're spelling oh the days of the week, the months of the year, spelling their numbers. They're doing amazing things. Um, subtraction, addition, uh, we're reading and blends. We're doing first, second grade work. And we do that because my dedication, my compassion, my heart for this. Uh, I don't know how to do anything just mediocre. It's, it's all or nothing. And so I work 12 hours a day. I don't have to, but I love it. I still teach. I'm in the classroom teaching. Wow. In the classroom teaching this morning. And then I go help make lunch. And then I go into the office and do bookkeeping. And then I go back with the kids and then I come home and I do some more work. I love it. I love, love my it. life. I'm grateful that I get to do this. And so because my passion and my love for the kids and the extra things that I do, they know it. The parents yeah. know it. And so I always tell them, I've been doing this over 25 years. I, I have three grown kids three grandkids that come to the school and that doesn't make me an expert on your child. So if there's something that you do like or don't like, tell me, because if you don't tell me, I won't know. This they all have my personal cell phone number. And when I turn, wow. when I go to bed, I turn my phone off and when I'm awake, it's on and they can call me anytime because if your child left a dog at school, a stuffed animal that he sleeps with every night, that's important. And we'll go back to the school and get it. So the, the thing I love about this, Jeanette, is obviously the children love you, your parents love you, but God is so enthralled with what you're doing and so proud of you that you recently had a major real estate transaction and something that you never thought would happen. Talk, talk to us about that. Well, I love the way that he does things because he knows how each one of us operate and what we need. I was praying with a friend of mine. Uh, she was having struggling in her marriage. And I said, I want you to commit to come to work, come to my job. Let's pray five days, the whole week pray wow. for your husband. So she comes on Monday. We pray Tuesday. We pray Wednesday. I pray. And then she prays and she says, amen. God's going to give you more. And I go, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? We're praying for your husband. She says, you have a wait list here. I'm sensing it so strongly, so powerfully. God is going to give you more. I said, okay. So I went and told everybody, God's going to give us more. I think we're moving. I don't know where, when, but just be ready. <laughs> so I get home that night and I noticed on Messenger, someone had sent me a message 
and it was a worship leader from another church that I hadn't gone to for a year and a half, hadn't talked to him or his wife or the whole family for a year and a half. And he had sent me a message and I, I looked at it and he said, are you hiring? And I thought, oh, they have six kids. It would cost her more to work there. You know? yeah. um, but I said, I just hired somebody. What were you thinking? And he says, for whatever it's worth, God's going to expand your borders. And I went, I just wow. heard that. Wow. I looked at the message. I said, what time did he send it? It was Wednesday at 12.05, the exact same time that my friend was sitting in front of me. Wow. God sent two people. So I called my other friend who was still going to the other church. And I said, I said, you're not going to believe this. Like he, he told me this and I got this message. And she goes, wow, well, he just came off of a 40 day fast and God was telling him crazy stuff. And I was like, that's it. That's it. We're leaving. I don't know when. So I knew we were going. I just didn't know what it was going to look like. But because of his kindness towards me, he wanted to give me time. And then I started looking um, at the beginning of that year, last year, for some property. And I found this building and it wasn't built out and it's smaller than what we have. And, you know, they wanted like two million dollars. And I'm thinking, I can never afford $2 million. Plus it's hard to you know, do construction and all that right now. And then the church that we were at begged us to stay. And so I even asked God, I said, God, why did you have me go waste time over there? I was so busy. Mm -hmm. I had so much to do, you know? Well, he showed me later because then the church decided at the end of the year that they wanted their space back. And so now we were essentially being thrown out. And, and so we had walked through this before, you know, almost 10 years earlier. Right. And that, right. that was devastating to me. And uh, so now here we are in the same boat, but remembering what he had done through the journey with the book and what he had done previously when we had to leave our space and the promises from five and a half years earlier, I said, okay. Uh, so I went and looked at a couple places and they weren't very good at all. And so, so the broker called me and he said, I have this place. It's, it's not in Santee, which is where I wanted to, I was adamant. I was staying in Santee and that same girl that prayed for me came to pick up her daughter. She's school age and I'm tutoring her and she came to pick her up, gets in the car, gets back out. Jeanette, yes, you need to be okay with leaving Santee. Wow. Fine, fine. So right after that, I get a call from the broker and he says, it's an El Cajon. It's, it's kind of big. And he gives me this huge price tag. It's millions. And I'm like, I know who my God is. And wow. I don't dare tell him no, because that would be foolish. So I said, okay, I'll go look at it. So we went and looked at it. And you know the presence of God. You know, when he tells you something, yep, yep. he said, daughter, I have this for you. This is our adventure together. Wow. And I said, but Lord, it's so much. He says, I own the cattle on a thousand hills. Mm -hmm. And this is a daddy daughter adventure. Will you do it with me? And I said, yes. So we signed the, the, the lead, the, escrow um, entered into the contract. And so this was December. And so we were going to do a small business loan. And then the church started getting 
kind of uh, feisty with me. And they said, well, if you stay here past December 31st, we want you to sign a lease for six months. And they said all these stipulations, we were only supposed to be there for a couple more months. And uh, so the people that were selling, they said, come on over here. And I thought, well, that's kind of crazy because yeah. we're going to pick up our you, pool, pool. Yeah. you know, we don't own the property and yeah. they're going to put us in this classroom. And, and so I said, what do I do? Lord, what do I do? And he says, this is what I have for you. And I said, okay. So I gave 30 day notice and we picked up and we moved. We just wow. went through this classroom in alcohol. And I was like, Oh, this is probably a small piece of what Abraham felt like. <laughs> but I, but I just went back to like, there's a lot of things that I don't know. I don't know like how things are going to turn out. I don't know how we're going to get there. I mean, I know, I know what Revelation says, right? So I know where we end up, but I don't know, like, does the road look like this? Yeah. I don't know, like, but I know his nature. And so he he gets me to do these crazy things. He's like, do you know that I have you? I go, yeah, Lord, it's really the only thing I know. It's the only thing I know is that you have me. Mm-hmm. So we went over there and uh, right two days before we moved, my mother passed away. And so I was walking through because my mom and I were super, super close. And I just adored her with everything. And so the Lord had given me this huge blessing and this huge loss. And I was trying to navigate, you know, all of that at the same time. And I just learned that he really is everything that I need Mm. and he's everything to me. Mm. So um, my mom had left us a blessing. And because of that, instead of doing a small business loan, I was able to do a conventional loan, which is um, much easier, much faster, just just totally changes everything. The the SBA loan was going to be $79,000 just in fees. Yeah. And so um, we started the paperwork for that process. And when I called the the loan officer and I told him that I was going to be able to do a different loan, he said, oh, well, I never filed the loan application for the SBA loan. I said, you did it? Why not? He said, I really don't know. I just knew I wasn't supposed to. (laughs) Who does that? So th- this is this is the most amazing story. So you got moved in, you you closed on the exact day, you got the money the exact day, the whole thing that happened, and and the facility is just a blessing to you. It's a huge blessing, and I really feel like something just birthed. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Two weeks ago, we opened a room nine, which is school age. And nice. we have nine school age children, and seven seven of them will be staying with us uh, after they graduate. They will not be leaving our school to go to kindergarten. They're staying with us. That's awesome. And we also have a conditional use permit for a forty three hundred and fifty square foot building in the back playground <laughs> to house more school agers. So I'm I'm just awesome. praying that the Lord will just give me the property in front so we can just expand and keep going yeah. 
What I love about this too is your mom who passed away at the time, which I'm so sorry. It's just, this is part of her legacy too. This is part yeah. of her eternal reward and inheritance too, that the money that went from the inheritance went into your, your dream and God's dream with you. I just think it's so beautiful how God, even though it's such a loss, yeah. how much value it has, yeah. how much it's birthed legacy and inheritance eternally for your whole family line. I just think it's so cool. So, well, I mean, this has been a beautiful interview. We're so enjoying who you are. How do people, I know they can get the book anywhere, but how do people get the 12 days of preschool in the easiest way? Uh, you can go to Amazon, you go to Barnes and Noble, um, and then just in, any information, JeanetteCrystalBradley.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us here today, Jeanette. And we love your story. And many of you are watching and you're on that God journey where you need to hear God. You need God to speak to you about your next steps. And that only comes by intimacy with him. And I love that you're going to hear through our show, people who have a real relationship with God and how that relationship impacts them in the world around them. So Jeanette, thank you again. Up next is Final Thoughts with Sean and Bob. Thank you both so much for having me. God bless you. Hmm. I'm Sean Bowles, and I'm going to invite you to our Spiritual Growth Academy online, where you can attend a four-week class or an event every month. Plus, our back catalog is available to you as well on spiritual gifts, especially hearing God's voice, and also a deeper connection to the Holy Spirit and how to walk with Him in real ways in the days we're living in right now. Come join us at Spiritual Growth Academy by going to bowlsministries.com and clicking on the Academy button. Welcome back to Final Thoughts with Sean and Bob. Gosh, Jeanette is just so amazing how she listens to the Holy Spirit and then is an entrepreneur on top of it. Yeah, I want to find out from you, our listeners and viewers, how many of you are in the education space or want to be, or how many of you are homeschooling and look at this as part of your primary purpose as a family, or maybe as a mom or dad or both right now? Because I think it's really interesting, Bob, there's such a move on this generation to say, we don't want to just do academic education, but we want to see our kids really fully formed to who they're called to be. Mm -hmm. And the current education system in many states and places, including ours, California, has been such a failure, has been such a, it's been so hard for so many parents. And I know for Sri and I, this is one of the most, we have an eight and 10 year old, this is one of the most, the, the biggest conversations we have with our friends and our peer group is, what are you doing with education? What What's working for you? What's not working for you? And we have several friends who are getting into the education space as well. I mean, some friends are doing apps on the app store. Some people are doing whole curriculums for homeschool. Some of our friends are doing like, like thinking about starting schools. And then you have someone like Jeanette who pioneered for 20 plus years. So I think there's something spiritually happening in the space that maybe has never happened on this level before. It seems like, uh, you know, the COVID era unlocked a lot of things in, in business as an entrepreneur and in, in school with what, what schools look like. And I think some of the dissatisfaction, Sean, you and I are both in California and um, there's, there's just lots of liberal junk around our kids that, uh, that parents who, who you've experienced dissatisfaction with. So, but listening to Jeanette and how she I mean, what really took me is how she says she looks into their eyes. I know. And wasn't that sweet? And It is sweet because a lot of kids, when you look in their eyes, it's out of discipline. It's when you're having those moments of like correction or a learning moment. But she was talking about how like she's, she sees them and they felt yeah. seen by her. And that's like so key. And the, the dichotomy of that, of her taking the time to look into 115 students' eyes, which I, I believe she does. You know, she's cooking yeah. lunches, she's teaching classes, but then she's, then she's building real estate and building a school and, and having vision for 
this thing to continue to grow. And, and I think as an entrepreneur, uh, people listening to this, you can take a lot of courage from her that even though it was hard, she's doing it and is continuing to do it. I do want to encourage many of you who are watching are resonating with her story about real estate because there's so many real estate projects right now happening around the world that are key. Like there's real estate that's key to our purpose, to unlocking our businesses and our platforms and everything that we're called to. And I want to encourage you to really press in and like Jeanette, be open to God and listen to the Holy Spirit in your real estate deals. I felt when she was sharing that story that many people are going to listen at that moment and go, that's me. That's my story. That's where I'm at. Or that's what we're about to walk into. So pay attention. God has you hear these stories to give you more faith. Well, thank you so much for watching today as well. We are so encouraged that you be spending time with us. Bob and I love having these shows and, and being able to share the stories of people who are incredible from all over the world. But you're just as incredible as they are. And we want to resource you. Make sure to visit bowlsministries.com. You can also visit our YouTube channel, Sean Bowles. And when you do that, there's videos every day that help support you learning how to discern what God's doing in the world around you. We're so excited to do this and we'll see you next time. Thanks for exploring what God is doing in the marketplace with us. We have amazing resources for you on our website with free videos, take an online class with us at our online school, Spiritual Growth Academy, or get one of our books, including the one Bob and I offer together, Wired to Hear. We have lots of ways to connect with you. Come visit us on social media. Just look for at Sean Bowles or at Bob Hassan or visit BowlesMinistries.com. This show is made possible by listeners just like you. Become a partner or donate now to become part of our team. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it on your socials or help us review it on the podcast server you found us on. See you next time.